This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the fire. Welcome to the fire, boys. My name is Parker McDonald. And I'm Walter Lee, and we'll be your hosts on this episode of the Southern Collective Hunting Podcast. If you're a new hunter trying to learn the basics, or you're a veteran woodsman just trying to get through your workday, there's always a place at our campfire for you. Speaking of the fire, we would love it if you guys would join our growing Patreon community and be a part of the best and only digital deer camp south of Mason Dixon Line. Come on. If you'd like and learn more, click on the link in the show notes. But for now, Walt, welcome, welcome to, to the fire. fire. Well, I'm headed back out this morning. It's uh, actually day two of the opener. Yesterday went very, very well, but uh, inches away from uh, killing a opening day uh, buck. And my guess is that buck was about a 90 to 100 inch uh, eight point. So the scouting I did uh, prior to this hunt, I went in and basically uh, bumped some deer off of some private land and, you know, walking the boundary. These deer ran back onto the land I was hunting, watched where they went, and went down into a swamp. So put two and two together real quick that they were headed back to bed. Uh, they were up on this private feed. There's a little ridge there. It's got some nice acorns uh, on it and uh, and a uh, primary food source just off of those acorns. 
so uh, the way it sits up on private there's a real thicket and then there's that ridge where it kind of opens for acorns and uh, the food source well on the property I was hunting kind of like a kind of staggered like a checkerboard from where the other thicket is on private on my side we had a thicket as well and if you can picture a checkerboard how you have a black square and then another black square it's kind of perpendicular well right there where them two tips of them two uh, thickets meet is what I would call um, basically like a funnel or a pinch point and those deer when they were coming from the private coming back to the swamp to bed they were cutting through there so they walked through that really 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 thick stuff so I watched them bust out watched where they ran went down the swamp so I looked in that pinch point there's a lot of tracks in there so with the wind I had I had a, kind of a quarter on wind if they were coming off of the private heading to the swamp the wind would be in their face, but it would be coming from like their left side of their face to the right side, but also in front of them, basically like a 45. Like if it, if the deer was the center of a clock, the wind was coming at like a 10 o'clock position. So I was, I set off about 25 yards at the three o'clock position so my wind is like telling uh, away from them where they can't get my wind, but I'm also set up within 25 yards of where they're gonna come through this uh, this little funnel where I can uh, get a shot. Whether they're coming out of the swamp headed to, to the uh, private or if they're coming off of private going back to bed. It's kind of how I set up, so I did that. Um, had a full moon I knew the deer were probably going to move to minor movements just because the minor movements more or less coincided with a normal deer movement which is you know pretty much first daylight and last light coincided with the uh, with the minor movements and uh with the Patreon group, you've seen everybody, they were killing a bunch of deer, and I and I kept track of when they were killing these deer, and it was all in this minor movement with this full moon, and uh, it all has to do with kind of that minor movement being right there with uh, daylight and dark, and uh, the main movement's middle of the day, but being early season, these deer are in a pattern. Or this, this is my logic. Those deer are in a pattern. And they haven't been pressured. Maybe occasional scouter. So, I wouldn't be expecting them to do their pressure movement, which would be middle of the day. So, and then with all the Patreon members and this awesome group we have, I was able to see when other people were killing deer all over. And uh, that helped me confirm that, yeah, they're probably moving these minor movements. So, so with that, I went in yesterday and 
figured they'd come out to private and uh, come by me. And sure enough, about eight, ten or so, I was looking behind me on the ridge and I caught some movement. Threw my binoculars up, seen a spike. He was kind of messing around with a bush or something with his head in it. Not sure what he was doing. And I see something behind him and I see some flashes of horns. I was like, hey, hang on. Might have a little bachelor group coming down. And I got a little looking and I seen him better. I said, oh, oh, that deer's got some horns on him. And I'm steadily looking and I see his like whole rack. And I'm like, hmm, this might be a deer I want to shoot. Um, you know, it looked like a three and a half year old. So that's kind of what I'm aiming for, three and a half and older. And uh, sure enough, I start getting all my camera gear on. And uh, it doesn't take him long. Once they decided to come off that hill, they were just walking like they were on a mission to go somewhere. And I knew where I was set up. That's kind of how they would be moving through. There's some pretty big trees in there. So I figured I could get, you know, hey, you know, I could use her trees to possibly draw or if he walks behind them, stop him when he comes out. All that good stuff. Got all the camera gear. By the time I got turned around, boom, he was coming out from around a big tree where I would have liked to have drawn, but getting all the camera gear, I had to draw a little later. And uh, he's walking. kind of got his head down. And uh, he stops for a second. He starts walking again. He puts his head down. He's, there's some limbs between him and I, and I'm in uh, a sweet gum that's got a bay leaf tree wrapped around it. So when I draw, he kind of does a stutter stop and then immediately starts walking again. And he takes about three steps, and all I need is three more steps for him to clear this last little tree and he'd be in my opening where I got the main camera pointed the whole nine yards and he takes them three more steps right after I drew and then he just takes off jogging and jogs through all of these this more open area where I was set up to take a shot and he ran all the way down into the swamp and then stopped in the swamp and started walking again I was like you got to be kidding me oh killed me I was for sure it was a done deal three steps at full draw and takes off jogging he actually caught me by surprise if I'm being honest like I was not expecting to do that and I wanted to get him on camera so I didn't start trying to stop him which there was only one other good hole I really had to shoot in and so he didn't stop in it and more than likely, I was just going to spook him. So, and I wouldn't have had him on the main camera. I would have had to piece it together with a 360 camera. So, so either way, the deer got by me. He got away. I'm headed back in there today to uh, see if I can't get lucky. Maybe he does this again. If not, maybe some does will come through there today and I can get a shot on a doe or something. But that's kind of the plans. It's kind of what happened yesterday. I, uh, I got down about 10 o'clock, went home, enjoyed time with the wife and the kid, 
uh, watching football and uh, spent time with the family because I knew the deer wouldn't move again until right at dark. And that minor movement now is moving until right after dark, so I wasn't too worried about hunting afternoon. Spent time with the family. My wife was gracious enough to let me go out. I just had a newborn, so she's been sleeping till like 10 or 10, 11 o'clock anyways. So I'm going to run back out this morning and see what happens. Uh, I'll uh, let y'all know when I get out. Well, all right. This uh, ends my weekend. I went out this morning trying to uh, get the same results as I did opening morning, and I didn't see a single deer. The conditions were supposed to be the same, uh, although this morning it stayed overcast for longer it was a little cooler and a little more wind but it wasn't all that different but i didn't see a deer i had fun but you know just kind of looking back on the story went in there scouting seen deer doing something and it made a whole lot of sense what they were doing uh, it was obvious it was an early season pattern. I let the deer tell me what they were doing. You know, anytime you see deer do something, pay attention. Uh, anytime you bump a deer, look where they run. A lot of times when they run, that's where they came from. So, with that being the morning, bumping those deer out of there when I was scouting, I seen the way they were running. I figured that's probably where they come from, and they were probably ready running back to their uh, bed or security cover and uh, I let them tell me how they made their way to where they were and I used that against them and almost killed a, uh, a 90 to 100 inch 8 point so that was pretty cool but we'll get after it again soon hope all y'all had a good one